Good morning. Welcome. Episode need a little help here. Is it 163? I think so. Yeah. 163. We're going to go with of the Sunday Conversation podcast presented by Loyalty Liquors, Taco Casa, Dickie's Barbecue, and one-stop convenience stores. Gang, gang. Uh, I talked to Trev for a while yesterday. They're absolutely crushing it. Like, that doesn't surprise me. I well, I know it's just like crazy to me. To, like, I mean, he was talking like some of the numbers and stuff, and it's mm. like, I guess this whole inflation thing is just not slowing anybody down. And people, you know, it's like all every single day his price book comes in and it's a change. You know, Literally. like 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 a bag of Doritos is now seven forty seven instead of you know six ninety nine, and ten years ago it was buck fifty or something. What do you reckon? What do you think a big bag of Doritos costed seven years or or twenty years ago? Because I know how much they are now. They're five ninety nine. I looked. God the, the fuck up. Yeah. $5.99. Oh my god. You talking about like the family size bag or at that, a like, gas it... station? Okay, so I'm they're like in between. Not the family size, like the, the big bag at the gas station. The in-between size. We were not trying the to snack get some... size. We we had some sandwiches for lunch. We went in, we wanted a bag of chips, and a large blue bag of Doritos was five ninety-nine. Uh before I answer that question, just a fun fact. Obviously, they're called cool ranch Doritos here. Oh, that's obviously. right. They and are I, cool and, ranch everywhere. And Iceland. Oh, oh. No, in Iceland, they're cool American is what they're called. <laughs> no. I swear to God. I'll send that's you a picture crazy. I took from a gas station where they had like an advertisement on the side of the gas. It's just random gas station, literally two hours from anywhere in Iceland. And on the side of it, just a big advertisement, a Dorito, cool American chips. Um, Shout uh, out. I'm glad I said that because I wouldn't have known. Yeah. You would have never thought of that. Nope. Um, I would get, dude, I don't know. I would guess 20 years ago. So 2003, I'd guess like, yeah, a buck and a quarter maybe. And then, and then probably like 50 cents for the little bag. Yeah. And the, and, and people forget the little bag had a decent amount of chips in it. It was now like you the open best a little bag and there's like yeah. seven or eight chips. Yeah. It was like the best deal going because they would stuff those bags. Now there's fucking nothing in them. They air them now. They they legitimately pump it up and they say it's for um, packaging purposes. So they don't, your chips don't crack. That's Mm -hmm. a, that's a crock of, of chip. If you, if you know. Oh, nice one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, Well, how the hell are you? How was your week? I never really finished the intro. uh, Um, Hosted by Aaron and Ben. Thing. Uh it was great, Ben. I, you know, obviously we did this. Did we do Sut? No, we did do Saturday morning last week. That is correct. So After the big move. Uh so Saturday morning we had uh we were talking about UConn playing Miami. Never in doubt. Took took care of that. Actually, a little bit in doubt. It was a little bit. Uh, they got it to eight. They cut it to eight in the second half, and that was a little. That's, isn't like, that crazy to think? Like, oh yeah. wow, they, they cut the lead. They there. got it to eight. Eight. 
and then you blinked and it was 14 again. Like it just, they just ran it right back up. I mean, listen, (laughs) how crazy do you like the refs were so good? Seriously. Like comparatively, like they had to have watched the game the night before and been like, Oh my God. Oh my God. They were probably like refing with anxiety. Like, not trying to put their whistle to their mouth at all because what a shit show for that women's game. Unfair, really. Oh, dude. I mean, it was like, it. in all honesty, this is, you know, one of the few tournaments where like really major sporting, where there was almost no ref controversy whatsoever. There was one call in, uh, it was either the second round or the Sweet 16. Um, and I only know this because I had fucking money on it, of course. Where they called like a tie up when it realistically one team should have got it was Memphis versus I think FAU. And so it was the second round. Memphis FAU and they called a tie up. Memphis was trying to get a timeout. It should have been a timeout. They didn't call it right. Other than that, there's like no ref controversy whatsoever. And I guess part of that too is at least from the UConn perspective, is they just killed everybody. So what did you know? Right. What were the refs going to do? Like there was not, you know, and and then in the championship game, uh, San Diego State, you know, was fouling like crazy early in the second half and put UConn on the line for basically the entire second half. Um, yeah, it was a long half. It was it was long, and there were periods of it that were. Uh, very why boring. do women? Why do they do quarters in women's and halves in men's? No idea. That seems like it. Like they could eat. Like if everything is all about being equal, like they could easily just make it two halves. Yeah, I don't know but actually. Are, but the NBA is quarters. Yeah, I like the halves. I think the halves is more Heck like yeah. the flow is better. The flow yeah. of the game is better to watch. Um, well, I guess the you know they do take the four a TV timeout every four minutes too, so that kind of makes for like quarters and shit. Whatever. Anyways. So yeah, I won my I won my twelve to one future. I won uh incredible. I, Congratulations. Hey, let's do you, a round of applause. Thank you. I don't even Unreal. know. Unreal. Unreal. Hey, I just want to let you know that I was the most uninvested person in college <laughs> basketball this entire year. And the second that you told me that you had that money, you're like, I could win like 12 or I think it would end up being 1400 bucks on, on yeah. UConn to win the national championship. I was like, I am the biggest UConn fan. And I was just cheering the whole time. I was like, 1200, let's go. You can ask Toby. Like every time they're up or whatever, like, I'm like, this is, we're, this is for Aaron. This is bigger than UConn right now. This is like- <laughs> so it's, it's funny because I, so I went back and did the math. Cause like in my head, I was like, all right, well with that future, this is probably like the most profitable, like, you know, postseason or whatever I've ever had sports gambling. And so I went back and did the math. I looked at all my tickets from, you know, the bets that I place. And then obviously I compared it to the, um, you know, the UConn bets. Cause I also bet on UConn every game starting with the second round and on. And so I finished about, I finished, on UConn alone, I finished up seventeen hundred dollars for the tournament. If you take UConn out, I was down a hundred bucks <laughs> because I literally, I and the funny part is, is that I legit at one point because I the last few rounds I just bet on UConn and Miami, so I was like, dude, like I think I'm probably like crushing it. 
And then when you go back and like look and it's all the like random small live bets and all the things that I'd kind of forgotten about, I was like, nope, didn't crush it as much as I thought. But <laughs> all it takes is one of the, one future baby and we're good. Oh man, that's unreal. Well, <laughs> I, whatever. Great time. But but just a great time. And it's it's obviously so much more fun having that much, you know, having a financial stake. And it was funny because on Monday night, obviously San Diego State cut it to five at one point, and I'm sitting in bed. And, you know, watching the game and I'm literally like, just fucking win. I don't even care about covering it because I had them to win by seven and a half in that game. I was like, I don't even care about this bet. I don't even care. Just just fucking win. And then, of course, Jordan Hawkins hits that three. But just a funny side story for the for the listeners. Uh, Ben and I were texting a little bit during the game and he's like, I don't know, dude, it could just be the NBA scout in me, but. Andre Jackson looks like he's like the most pro looking, like he's the best player. Like he should definitely go pro. And I was like, yeah, but he can't, yeah, but he shoot. can't shoot. Then literally he had two air balls, two like, wide oh open three pointers, barely grazed the rim on either of them. And I just texted Ben. I was like, told you like, it's fucking brutal. Um, uh, I guess I got a question in that situation since you brought it up. How, like you are at the University of Connecticut in the absolute most world-class basketball facility on the planet Earth. You're unbelievably in shape. You run like a gazelle. Yep. You, all of these things that you know he's working his ass off. Yep. Like you know he works, puts in the time. Yep. Does he just never shoot a basketball? Like <laughs> Apparently they got, they got not. Rebound, they have... He's got a rebounder, an electric one, I'm sure, yeah. like, you know, a, a mechanical one yeah. that pushes it back. He's got some student that yeah, I was gonna say, if not, yeah, right, basket right. that is like his his work study job is to rebound for the guy, you know, the team. I just I'm curious, like, you know, I knew some kids with some pretty awful shots, you know, at the college level. Sure. But you know, even they would practice shooting and like yeah. you know they their shot wasn't that bad like that was terrible it like, was terrible so i i i you know i'm the type where like if uconn's playing like a big big game or big out of conference game or even a big big east game like i watch i don't watch every game during the season because they're also like on like fox sports one and stuff it's not the easiest channel to get or whatever since i don't have cable but uh there was I so I didn't see this happen live, but I I you know one of the great things about being a sports fan when your team is on the run is on a run is you know consuming all the content that comes out of you know when they're rolling and listening to podcasts and you know listening to them get their flowers or whatever and uh, so I was listening to the Mark Titus show and he was talking about how there was a game against I think it was Xavier it was one of the Big East opponents where. Their entire defensive strategy was just leave Andre Jackson wide open from three. And he shot like 12 threes and like barely made any of them. Like he just, he's just not a good shooter. Like, and like the crazy thing is, is that like, you're right. Everything else about him is like NBA ready. Like he's like, he's athletic. He's fast. He can push the ball. He's great passer. He can rebound. Like he's got good pace to his game. He just can't fucking shoot. So the thing is, is like he, it was like it was like I me I felt like I could do everything on the ice except 
think the hockey game, which yeah, is right. like pretty critical at yeah, the next right. level, you know? So it's like, you know, and, and then I would say the best thing that happened for me was coaching. Like, yeah. ha- have I gone back and played now? I've been like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, why did I not coach before I played? Because yeah. this makes it so much simpler, but he, yeah, like he, you're totally right about. Well, like, and, and he's a, he's a four tool. Right. Like, you know, but it all bad. It also shows you kind of how ridiculous it is when it comes to like basketball, like college, like getting scholarships in college basketballs is that like they literally will give scholarships to kids that can't fucking shoot. Like it's like, you know, the main part of the game is putting the ball in the hoop. And like if you're just athletic enough and like you can do some other stuff like you can get a scholarship. It, and, right. And then it, it almost makes you also appreciate like how ridiculous ridiculously unbelievably athletic some of these guys are oh my god you know it's like if you think he's a beast then think about like you know steph curry who can do all of the things dribble like one inch from the floor through guys legs and then pull up from 97 feet and you know (laughs) it's crazy it, it it really is i mean they're just freaks it's such a it's such a like a a game it's a game where athletics matter so much and it's funny because you and i played a sport that like you know we i think you and i both know there's good people would argue go ahead i was gonna say that like like hockey's one of those things where it's like you have to be able to skate and skate efficiently which is like insane like and you know basketball is is probably the best judge of athleticism because it requires so little like you need a pair yeah. of sneakers right you need a pair of basketball shoes right. and you can compete yep. you know it's like there is a if you're that good in basketball like you're that good because there are so many people that have the chance to do it right like hockey people would say you have to be unbelievably athletic but i've met some kids who are like un like can't even walk you know the most with their uncoordinated own people you've ever like, met they're like nasty at hockey yeah. it's yeah. like it's just such a weird like it's 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 a weird sport in that sense like i think back to my junior year in high school when you guys beat us i think that was the year when you was that the year that you scored off the face off at the end of the game i think it was i had a yellow i had a yellow yeah. fishbowl uh, you fucking fishbowl. loser <laughs> So, but our goalie that year, who, who you know, listen, Amber, I think was the color Amber. If if Brian Hazen is listening to this, apologies, bro. <laughs> like you were always a good dude, but you were not the best goalie to ever walk the face of the earth. But like you know, there was times where he was a like suitable goalie, and he was pigeon toed, like severely pigeon toed, like would walk around like with his feet pointed in. You know, he wore glasses that were super thick, and like. He was a goalie. It's the most position, important position on the fucking ice. It's like this guy, like, I don't even know if he could run a hundred yard dash because of how fucking severe his feet point in, you know? And like, he plays goalie. So it's like hockey's a weird sport. It's a very technical, unique sport where it just like doesn't necessarily translate to other sports other than work ethic. Have you ever watched like a group of hockey players like play basketball? They're just everybody's just running around full speed the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets boards. Yeah, like, right. Everyone gets rebounds <laughs> yeah. and plays hockey. It's like, I mean, that was where I, 
I we used to play basketball all the time, and that was where I got you know the nickname Benny the Bull just because <laughs> just that's boards, man. Basketball. <laughs> just getting boards, just like um, it's funny. It it it's also crazy how I like being a hockey player, focusing your whole life on on taking your leg and driving it, you know, backwards to the side. Yeah. You create, you know, it's like I have all the strength to leap forward on my skates and, you know, get a jump. But that does not mean that I can leap up to get a basket. You know, it's like I, it, it, you can definitely tell like my muscles were trained from a young age to, stride out as opposed to even my baseball coach in college like they would laugh at me so so hard when i when we would have to do like sprints and stuff because (laughs) they they would just be like it just looks like you're skating like your legs go out to the side when you sprint like (laughs) it's just like how your body is trained that's what your body's (laughs) trained to do um well and it's funny because uh like so, I used to my at my dad's house. Um, he said we had a basketball hoop in the backyard, and uh, you know, so we would play one on one from time to time. And it was like my dad's like a legitimate. I mean, I don't know about anymore. I don't think he plays that much anymore. But like my dad's like legitimately like good at hoops. Like he's a good shooter. He won a fucking car in a free throw competition at the Hartford Civic Center. Like he's he's like a legitimately like decent shooter, but it's funny because he's not athletic. He's not like classically athletic. He's not like a super fast runner. He doesn't jump really high or anything. So he would just be like technically sound. And I like, you know, for my size was kind of athletic and like would just sprint around full speed and, you know, could jump a little bit and stuff, but like he would just dust me because he would just get to his spot and shoot. And like I'd be going a hundred miles an hour to go do a layup, and then I'd be way too hard and come bouncing back out and shit, you know. Like, just didn't have the touch, but just was all work ethic. Yeah, well, you'll probably dust your kid too, just because that's like what happened. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna dust my kid. I'm the best athlete in my family, and it's not even close. <laughs> if anybody's listening, go ahead, challenge me. Um, <laughs> That I got all the athletic genes and none of the size. If I had just been a few inches taller, my boy. Um, but Ben, uh, how's your week, man? We've been just out. You asked about my week, and that turned into a twenty-minute spinoff conversation. Uh, my week's good. I um, actually, yeah, we had a really a positive week. I would say I, I like I got like called into the principal's office. It felt like. Um, our neighbor, who's a custom home builder down here, like sick houses. A year ago, I gave him my number. Yeah. I was like, yeah, hey, like anything fence, anything related to whatever, pretty much anything. It's like hit us up. And uh, he, he, I mean, I, I've probably seen him 45 times since then. Never called you once. Um, never called me never whatever never even mentioned it and then the other day he called me into his business and i met with him and his partner it's like a very legitimate thing but they're like he's like i don't know why i didn't think of this but uh we're we're like running behind big time and 
we could probably really use your help. <laughs> like, sweet, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so it was, um, there's all these like skirt walls. There's like four things that need to be done on at the end of a, a, a new home build. Yeah. That they're having trouble getting their crews to do them. Like the crews are very good at coming in and just getting the house up and like yeah. framing it up and like, like it's done, but then, you know, they kind of get a little, uh, lazy when it there's like the AC pedestals. Cause all the air conditioners have to be up on those stands. Yeah. Like, you know, off the ground in case it floods and then walls that go underneath like, cause all the houses are on pilings. Yeah. So you put like a, like a, a wall that's not solid. It's just like boards going a horizontal with like a little space in them. Okay. Just to like, you know, so the air can get through, Yep. but it gives you a little privacy. It's like a privacy sort of fence. They call it a, a skirt wall. So they need someone to do all their skirt walls and AC pedestals and then put the decking on all of the decks because they find that if they put the decking on too early, the people end up just trashing the deck, like paint the painters or, you know, they're moving ladders around. They're like, oh shit, we're literally about to hand the keys to the owner of their brand new home and the deck looks like it's, you know, trashed already. So. Right. They have found that the deck needs to be the last thing that goes up. So they're like, we need somebody to do, you know, those, those things. Can you do it? And I said, yes. And then we shook hands and we're on our way. So that was like, that was big time because they are, I mean, they, they're about to supposedly they're about to do a development with 35 houses so i'll take it ben it never really ceases to amaze me that you know for somebody like you who has kind of just you know done what you feel is right at least for the last whatever three four years you know that you you have felt in your heart you should be doing and opportunities always come your way, you know, like other people, other people in your shoes would be homeless living, uh, you know, on the streets by now. And, you know, you're just by being you and your energy into the world, you just end up getting jobs. Yeah. And shout out working, like shout out people who work, like are willing to work. My cousin right now, Brett, I got to talk about him for a second. He's, he, we're talking a, a couple times a week right now. He went from working at, for a huge construction company. And he was like working a, a billion hours on salary, getting just hammered, like over his head. And he, he like, we had been talking, talking, talking. He's like, he's like, I just want to go out on my own. And like he was like a little bit nervous, bro. He's gone out on his own, and he said he's like my phone won't stop ringing. Mm. He's like every single day, like somebody needs me. Like 
and it, it's just because like he's he is willing and able to work and right. no one else is and it's like we're entering a time right now where it's like you know look at your situation somebody's sure. trying to call you away go work somewhere else and it's like no nah, i'm not going you yep. know i'm pay me pay me this and i'll even you know right. think about it and it's like it's not because you know people are just trying to do that it's like because you've put yourself in a legitimate position to right. you know it's like i walked in that room during that meeting and i basically told them like i was like i'm not <laughs> working for you guys like i have i have my own llc like you can sub me but like i'm not i'm i won't be on your time like right. i'll be on my time and and they're like sitting there like absolutely like you know like i guess it's just like i felt like I was in a situation where I, you know, I was like, right now we, we got like a clientele down here that is like building like, you know, daily we're getting more and more people who are contacting us to do work. I'm like, you know, like I have a couple clients that like, I will never get rid of like yeah. miss Ann who we do her yard for, like we're going to be her yard people forever. Like, yeah. so I'm like, if you can make it so that, you know, you, you give me, you know, good communication, give me a list, you know, of what we need to do. I was like, I don't want to get caught in a situation where like, okay, we called you to build this AC pedestal. We finish it, you know, and then it's not going to be like, oh, we need you to do this, this, and this, you know, it's like, I want to know what I'm doing. I'll, you know, we'll say, yes, we're doing this today, but you know, we're not gonna, whatever. So I just like, you know, was completely in like the driver's seat. I felt like in terms of like, you know, saying what you want. And I think that's also important. You know, it's like, don't be afraid to, you know, be on your own terms. Like if they'd said, oh no, this isn't going to work out. I would have said, all right, sweet. See you later. Yep. Thanks for inviting me into your sweet office. I got some cool ideas out of it. Yeah, there's um, there's nothing, you know, there's the um it, being able to negotiate and knowing your worth is it's like it's like kind of an intoxicating feeling, like getting to like be like, hey, this is what I'm worth. This is how I do it. Take it or leave it. Like there's something it's such a cool feeling when that happens. It's like yeah, listen. Yeah, because the other side is like, okay, I'm a pawn to this person. Like, right. I have, you know, right. Like, there's, yeah. So it's just like, I, mean, I don't know, whatever. It, I get what you were saying, but it's also like, I think, you know, it's taken time to get to that. You know, hey, that was a year in the making. I told you that off, off air. Well, right. Or, did I not? No, you. Uh, oh, no, I just said it right. You no, just, just said, said it, it right on now. on the air. I yeah, correct <laughs> on the air, not off the air. But I mean, dude, yeah. like I, you know, I worked my job doing what I do now for six years before, like I was able to be in a position to negotiate like my own value. It, it, you know, it takes time, and but like that's the old. You know, if you're willing, if you're willing to work, there will there will always be work for you. Um. Yeah, it's uh well I'm proud of you Ben. You're doing great things. It's uh it's nice to see a young handsome gentleman such as yourself 
accomplishing so much. Because <laughs> you're a good-looking oh, guy. Well, um, well, it was about one month ago that we were in our in our next thousand day uh, up cycle. So right. we're just on our way to the moon now. Yeah, that fucking. It's, fun- it's funny because like I saw a meme this morning of like, uh... oh wait, you sent it to me. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> the crypto bros going Wall back Street for, bets. Uh... Welcome back, Diamond Hands. How was the moon? Uh... And it's four people standing in front of the produce at Walmart. POV. You got a call from Margin and picked up. I mean that dude. I, that shit to me is still so crazy that like margin trading is a real thing. Like. It's so banana lands that like it's something it's a like a legal thing that the fucking the uh, the government lets people do like trade on margin. It's so fucking crazy. Um, well, you know why they let them do it, right? Yeah, well, because they're doing it too, but they yeah, exactly. they know all inside scoop. That's the difference. It's just it's all like, ah, we probably shouldn't make this illegal with all this. With all this uh, insider trading knowledge we have, we could probably really make a fortune off this. So it's so ridiculous. Margins man. are a thing. It's so ridiculous. I mean, between governments, uh, excuse me. Ah, uh, you know, uh, you... new governments making or governments making new new uh, money and all that shit. It's uh, it's quite the time to be alive. I'll just say that. Yeah, speaking of quite the time to be alive, what's on the menu this weekend? Uh, I am... Or have you not really thought that far? Oh, well, Sunday's Easter, Ben. So I probably won't... I don't oh. know if I'll be doing any any cooking. I did uh, I did orange chicken last weekend here. I'll send you a picture. I, I finally have figured out how to make, like, fucking Asian sticky rice. Um, turns out the whole time I just wasn't using enough water, and that's why it was coming out so dry. But I made uh, I made orange chicken, you know, like you used to get in the food court at the mall, only healthier. Um, next oh, man, up, shout out the food court in the mall. You know, Dude, why best. is it that everybody used to just go to that? What was it called? Well, there was like three. Oh my gosh! I know there was Taco Bell. I know there was there was the Sparrow. San- there was They're, the those sandwiches, like the the subs. It was it was like a you get like a, a cheese, like a Philly cheesesteak there. It was um shit. Oh my gosh, what was the name of it? It wasn't like Penn Station, but it was like Penn Station, you know? <laughs> like that's Oh oh you're you know, thinking I, of, you're thinking of Grand Central was what it was no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um it was oh, on the dude. left side. There was the there was like journeys. There was the shoe yep. store. Journeys, yep. And it was like the, the Japanese place. place. Yep. And then uh, there was I, then there was that other thing. I want to uh, say like Nathan's, but it wasn't. That was, that oh, was, it, was, it started with a G. Um. Now I want to say Grand Central, but it's just. <laughs> Well, I used to love the Cajun Grill down at the other at the end of the left hand side, and the yep. Cajun the Cajun Grill was hilarious because it was called the Cajun Grill and it was just all Asian food. Like it, there was nothing Cajun about it. Oh, there it was whatsoever. Subway. There was a Subway. There was Subway, Taco Bell, 
And then across the way, you had the good Chinese food. Yep. You had ice cream. I mean, that was a good little food court. It was a good food court. Uh, remember, dude, I don't even know if you remember this. It, or if, Hills I, mall. if I'm remembering just it correctly. Here, like, talking about the mall, like people are like, in in Belgium are like oh, which <laughs> the people in Brussels are like their minds are blown like what um yeah the uh yeah, Buckland Hills Mall man what a great time the funniest thing I think I've even said this on here before when I worked at Hollister and I would come in at like eight a.m. oh there's a bald eagle Aaron flying in front oh of us. let's go in front of me. hey Ben did I tell you this that you can buy like I found a website where you can buy birds of prey online dude did remember I sent you the video of the guy catching sparrows out of yeah. his with his yeah. hot you know what I'm sitting here thinking we got to bring a freaking osprey fishing like, oh wow that's imagine taking noggin. a, a yeah, taking a, you know, osprey offshore. He's got his blindfold on. You get over a big patch of bait or something, freaking let him go. Comes back. That's that's using your noggin, I mean, man. Come on. I, I, and then I was thinking, like, I'm sure some Arab prince does this all the time, like on his mega yacht. Like, why wouldn't they? Seriously, except with a golden eagle or something. Dude, yeah, that's well, that's the, the crazy part about those fucking those guys. It's like that the like falconry is like a big thing. It's crazy. And like, dude, this website is nuts. It's like it's like a puppy adoption website. And it's just you know, lit- kestrels and little kestrels and kites hawks. and like owls and shit. And like they're you know, if we're being honest, they're not that expensive. It's like three thousand, so basically the cost of like a like a purebred French bulldog is like you can buy a fucking red-tailed hawk. Half Bro, do you know how much? Amount. Do you know how much a German a German short-haired pointer, um, ready to hunt right now is? I'm gonna say five grand. Yes. Do you know how much it is if he wants to if if he'll play with your kids too and can and point ten grand. Right around there, nine thousand bucks. They're. My father-in-law's pricing pricing some bird dogs out for his quail plantation right now. And he's Love like, that. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, just get you a, imagine like get a couple. Ah, just get a couple fucking rescue labs that you don't even really know I'm what like, the why fuck don't they we are. Just go and up teach to them. Boston Scientific and get a couple of those freaking robot, robot dogs. dogs. <laughs> Dude, that no, we, you can't do that, man. That's just terrifying. Um but like now I want to get, I want to get a fucking, so I, I don't know if, if you know this, but we have peregrine falcons here. Okay. Um, it's actually kind of cool because like East Rock, if you hike up East Rock, you know, the whole, you know, it's a, it's a big hill that's, you know, got a cliff face, you know, around the whole thing. And anybody who knows anything about birds of prey knows that peregrine falcons make their nests high up off the ground in cliffs or in buildings like, you know, in New York city, they, you know, build them in the buildings or whatever. So like around this time of year, when you're going up there, there's like all these fucking peregrine falcons flying around. It's, it's pretty, it's actually pretty fucking cool. Um, But like, you're telling me I could get one of those for like six, seven grand. Like how fucking sick would that be? Fastest animal on the planet, 200 miles an hour dive bombing out of the sky. Like pretty fucking dope. Damn, 
I, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm still right now. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how we could get uh, Osprey out on the fishing boat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, let, let me look. Uh, Raptorsforsale.com is the website. Um, Osprey's <laughs> for sale. This better not bring up that stupid military vehicle. I'll be so pissed. Uh, of course, Osprey is a, you know, something, some kind of backpack. Osprey birds Bird. <laughs> of prey for sale. Okay. Osprey birds of prey gifts and merchandise. Um, hmm. no, um, looks like you might not be able to buy an Osprey. That's a huge bummer. That is a bummer. I think they're pretty much endangered everywhere. Yeah. They're well, you know, we're we're destroying their habitat or whatever. Dude. I don't know what a Harish hawk is, but uh this place in New York has one for eight hundred bucks. I'm about to just go buy it today. <laughs> what a random fucking website. Large strong female Cooper's hawk for sale. I am senior man and must retire from falconry, falconry because of health issues. This is a good hunting raptor. I would much rather keep her, but time is catching up with me. If interested, please contact me by email. Beautiful raptor. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, here's a peregrine falcon. Oh, you can get peregrine falcon semen for 150 bucks. Oh, not bad. Not too you get bad. A fem- you get a female... Right, and then you can just start your own business. DIY, that motherfucker. Yeah, right. I don't swear anyone's motherfucker. Actually, yeah, you've been good. Uh, And honestly, if I made more of a concerted effort to uh, stop swearing, we could remove the explicit tag from our podcast. uh, Let's think about it. Well, no, Put I'm never, I'm never out. gonna fucking stop swearing. But I just like we, I just in theory we could, you know, right? That can fuck right off. All right, listen, we got about sixty-one seconds left, so we might as well just wrap this up. You know, we've, I think we've covered all the bases for uh, this week episode, whatever this is, one hundred and sixty-three in the books. Thanks everybody for coming, Ben. You're the best, man. Great chat. Love you. Hey, love you, bro.